Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Callum. And one of us is bored. This week, we're discussing Shot of the Dead. Do you ever think that modern life is not for you? the same dead-end job every day is your love life dying on its feet to a wonderful mom oh, oh. have you ever felt that you're turning into something in the world a zombie maybe you're not alone although no one official is prepared to comment religious groups are calling it judgment day it is vital that you stay in your home Avoid all physical contact with the assailants. So, what's the plan? Bash him in the head, that seems to work out. Why have we got a girl, Lizzie? Because I love her. All right, gay. Okay. Do something! Wait there. Hold it there. So, Shaun of the Dead is a 2004 zombie comedy film directed by Edgar Wright and written by Wright and Simon Pegg. Um, it stars Nick Frost alongside Simon Pegg, alongside a number of other kind of relatively, uh, I guess, well-known. Yeah, Bill Nye's in there. Yeah. Matt Lucas. Yeah, there's a, there's a few in there. Um, there's some people from The Office that I wasn't really familiar with, but I, I read... Oh, Martin Freeman, yeah. Yeah, I read After the Fact, and uh, Dylan Warren's pretty famous as well, so yeah. Um, it's it's interesting. Like this uh, this horrified me in a couple of different ways. So, first of all, the fact that it was released in two thousand and four, I find really quite <laughs> scary because I was trying to think about this, and outside of Disney films, which I feel in many ways maybe not in the late nineties and early two thousands so much, but like sometimes Disney films are kind of like you know, moments in and of themselves. They're kind of like these media moments. Um, and I was trying to think of the the big films of, like, the year that I remember from growing up, really. And a lot of the, a lot of, like, the kind of, like, iconic films of, like, the late 90s and early 2000s, I probably wasn't, wasn't really old enough to appreciate because we never really like we did go to the cinema we never went that often and it will have been different for you growing up with yeah someone working there yeah um but i think Shaun of the dead might be one of the first sort of cultural film moments that i can remember um that or rather that really impacted me because i'm sure there'll have been others but like this is this is one that i kind of remember partially being around for and partially being involved with like we didn't go to the cinema to see this 
but um, I remember all the hype around about it at the time, and I was familiar enough with the stuff that it was based off of, and um, yeah, I, I think this kind of was a cultural moment at the time that it was released, for in the UK at least. Like I know it was released elsewhere as well, and I think it did okay elsewhere, but I think it was kind of a big deal in the UK. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think all of the kind of uh, Cornetto films were like big moments. You know, finally though, the one I remember the most, and it wasn't a Cornetto one, it was Run Fat by Run. I think that was the first film I properly watched um, with Simon Pegg in it, in the same kind of group. I know Nick Frost wasn't in that. Was he in that one? I don't know. I, I didn't realise until just saying this just now that it was part of like the trilogy as it were or the Cornetto yeah. trilogy. Um, I'm presuming it's just because there's a Cornetto, Cornetto in each one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it, it was um, someone's actual hangover cure. I think it was the director's actual hangover cure, so they always uh, mentioned it in the film. Yeah, it was a different flavor. So this was the strawberry one, I think. I think so. Yeah, I am. Um, I I've seen. Um, I'm, I was trying to think as well of like the free like all the films that I'd seen of Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost together. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead's probably the one that I was most familiar with. I had seen Hot Fuzz, but I've only seen it once. Oh, I watched that the other day. Uh, you know, I, and it was really good. I couldn't tell you where it was that I saw it. Like, I was like, was it maybe in high school I saw it or something? I don't know. I've not got a clue. Um, and then the other one that I saw by them was Paul, the alien one. Oh, I forgot that one. I've never seen that one, actually. Um, I will, I have vague memories of it. I don't remember it being... Yeah, that wasn't a Cornetto one, though, was no. it? That was just a... No, that was just a kind of a separate... Yeah, I like Hot Fuzz because Nick Frost's character in Hot Fuzz is kind of the same, you know, bumbling sidekicky character, but he's like a lot more like earnestly likable rather than like outright annoying. Yeah, I think he suffers a bit in this because I really don't like Ed as a character in Shaun of the Dead. Funny, because um, while I didn't mind him when I was watching, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna hate this guy. Yeah, I can't stand him. Like he's he's fucking awful. He really is. Like it was a uh, Dylan's character that really pissed me off. Like he just did my nut in the entire time. See, the funny thing is, like I find him irritating as well, but he's justified in in pretty much everything he does. He's just he's just a bit of an arse about it. Oh no, he's a pick me guy. He's the worst. He's just hanging around for her. I just oh, I don't like it. I don't. I don't think he's a pick me because he's not throwing anyone else under the bus. I just don't like the people who are like who think that just because they're friends with someone they're going to end up together when she breaks up with her boyfriend. Well, even worse than that is the fact that he's going out with the other girl, supposedly. Yeah, that poor. Like, I actually really. So I started off not liking her, but then as it went along, I, I actually really liked her, and I'm really sad that what happened to her happened because I was like, oh, mm. you're all right, you know. I think she was also kind of into Sean, but that was she was less annoying about it. Yeah, um, she probably has enough class to realize that even if she kind of is into him, there's not going to be anything happening there. Because well, she's yeah. not she's not like trampling over her friends to no no to have a go. She's not she's not whining about all her friends' flaws to Sean. Having said that, the 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 whole argument throughout there about oh it's so obvious you're in love with Liz I don't think it is like I just saw him... I think it is see I didn't I just thought it was just him being like a grumpy fuck no no I thought I, I I knew I was like yeah he's just fucking 
trying to fire into Liz. I've, I've seen that behavior before as a thing. Like, I've seen that in real life. I'm like, oh god, it's annoying. <laughs> it, is, it just fucking irritates me. Fair oh. enough. Yeah, I, 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 I just saw him as being a moody shit, to be honest. Or like, actually worse than that, he reminds me of one of my ex- Well, uh, yeah, he does, I'll just say it. He reminds me of one of my ex's brothers. Just that kind of snooty- I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you do. You probably do. Like just, <laughs> just like that kind of snooty. I know everything. Kind of fucking attitude when it's like, no, you don't. You don't fucking know anything. You uptight prick. So, <laughs> you know, one thing he was right, and I think if they'd stayed in Les's flat, they probably would have all survived easier. But they might have not been found at the end. Yeah, I I was thinking that as well. Just because it's off, it's off the ground. No one, or rather, nothing on the ground knows they're in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. They wouldn't have been found by the military at the end, but they probably would have lasted a bit longer. Yeah, and it's like it seems like the world was cured pretty quick. It's it, well, yeah, it did, didn't it? Really, at the end, I suppose. Like we we don't really see how, but it they get over it pretty quick, and they're soon exploiting the zombies for all sorts of other things. I need to just while I think about it, I need to mention because I, I started this by saying there's two things that horrified me, and I only mentioned one because we got totally sidetracked. But the other thing that horrified me is um I remember watching this um maybe the first year or year and a half it came out. It was out, it was out on DVD or something because I think I watched it at my uncle's house. Um and I remember thinking like obviously Sean's depicted as being somewhat of a loser or whatever, but like, oh, here's this, like, here's this old guy. He's got his shit job and he's got his shit life and whatnot. He's fucking 29. Like, he's younger than me now. Like, like it's, it's, yeah, he's, he's just not like, old. That is fucking horrifying. Like, I hate <laughs> that alone. The fact that the fact that it's made in, two, it was released in 2004 and that the main character is meant to be 29. These are both reasons to hate this film, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh it's so scary yeah, but I like how that's kind of turned back at the end and she's just like yeah fuck it you know what <laughs> fuck it Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just sit and have a nice cup of tea I see I'm not sure that that's a happy ending because she's kind of like he's not it, it's not that he's got a very um you know casual comfy life like he fucking shares his flat with two other guys also well one of them doesn't work and the other one is highly strong um and so she at the end i know like all our friends are dead by this point but in the end she kind of plumps for living with her loser boyfriend he hasn't really changed by the end he's not learned any lessons he's not changed and all that's happened is everyone around <laughs> around them is tied so like it's not really it's. I don't think it's the happy ending that this film thinks it is. I feel like it's a bit of a huh <laughs> type ending. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I, for me, everyone, like, see if all your competition's dead. Mm-hmm. You're up top, man. I guess you're so. up top. Okay. And instead of like becoming supreme ruler of the universe and like you know being a dick, he's just like happy. Well, yeah, there's that, but there's other like there's other um like moral quandaries in this film like you don't want to die single, do you? Like, oh, well. Well, I yeah, I mean it. Yeah. <laughs> like I I think there's worse things that could happen. Well, actually, I say that. Like I um yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to spend most of my life alone, but like dying, the idea of dying single doesn't exactly like keep me awake at night. Everyone dies alone, you know? Yeah. I saw that on Twitter today. They're like, oh, I don't, it's like, no, it, literally every person on this planet dies alone. Well. And it is what it is. Yeah. But also as someone who's ace, I just, I just don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not a thing for me to really care about. Mm. Um, but I get the other people who are, <clears throat> well, you know inclined yeah but i mean it's like i don't think it's like even that i think it's like about in many ways it's just like the companionship of it but the way this film presents it as a i know again it's a kind of like a flippant like off off the cuff remark and it's kind of meant to be cheeky and stuff i just don't well they're all settling aren't they like that diane girl's settling for a guy that doesn't even fucking like her as much as her pal like that to me is tragic i think she's the most tragic character in it i think she is as well actually what yes i think she is the most tragic character i'm just like i'm just <laughs> oh, racking, racking my brains just to go through everyone very rapidly i think she is yeah because um it's better to be alone than be with a guy that's one insufferable and two just not into you. It's into your pal. Yeah, because Sean is capable, like, because he he basically leads the whole operation. So like he has like he has good qualities about him. It's not like he's completely useless. He's just not motivated. Yeah, yeah as the dad says, he's just he's just mm. no. Lots of people who are intel really intelligent are just not motivated. Yeah, it's a problem everywhere. It's just like. Ugh. When you when you get stuck in a job that, like with teenagers, I I think that probably kills you in a way that little other <laughs> little else does in life. Yeah, is um when you're trying to work with young people who clearly themselves think that this is a stopgap for them, and like mm -hmm. maybe it is, but maybe it's not. Like I think. Um, the seventeen-year-old in this is so fucking obnoxious. The one that's just chewing gum, like while yeah. um, always we smart. While he's yeah, while he's doing his like team team exercises and stuff, it's just like he just got any of the smack. Like yeah, but he's a br brilliant actor though. Yeah, he did such a good job. But, yeah, no, for sure. Um, he does he does do good, but unfortunately, the reason the reason the reason it generates that kind of reaction is because there's too many fucking people like that in real life yeah, so yeah it's just like oh well i'll take back what i said about him not being a loser because the only reason to me he's a loser is because he's not even trying to meet his potential i guess i would say like if if all you can do i say if all you can do if if what you're most suited for is people are suited for different things if you're most suited for working in a sale a small sales uh sorry electronics store mm -hmm. And you nail it and you like it you're not a loser if you're single whatever you're not a loser if, if you're you know busy if you if you have flatmates but that's a thing that suits you, you're not a loser but see if you have the potential yeah for different that's what makes you a loser yeah well i yeah in his case i would argue he does have aspirations above where he's currently at is the thing mm -hmm. so he it's not like he's happy well, that's it. Like, is he could be doing like the ignore the job for a second? Like, that's irrelevant. He's living with his freeloader pal. His freeloader pal is basically, and it does. They do say explicitly in the film, "Oh, I'm holding you back," and it's like, yeah, 
you are. Yeah, like, no he fucking kidding. Back. Like, <laughs> but then in the end, he's still being held back. He's still got his zombie pal living in there. Yeah, that's. So he is literally still being held back. Yeah, n- no lessons have been learned. <laughs> Not a single fucking lesson learned. Um, but maybe that's the point. Maybe that's a, they're trying to say something with that. Maybe that is the critique. Maybe that's a nine eleven thing. No lessons have been learned. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Three years later, there was like a London bombing, wasn't there? Was it two years later? Uh, it was more than that. It was uh, 2007, so six years later. Was it? Oh, was yeah, it, wait, was it 2005, actually? I don't know. Maybe it was 2005. I, uh, all, all of... Yeah. <laughs> I know, they were kind of... It was kind of the same era for me. Um, yeah, maybe that's where that came from. I don't know, they've not said, I don't know if it, you know, was intended that way, as we said earlier, but like, I'll, I'll choose to say that way, because I don't mind taking people's stuff and <laughs> making it my own. Yeah, um, it was 2005, just... Okay. Um, For all those listeners at home who want to Google that. Yeah. I <laughs> there you go, saved, saved you the time, really important. Um, did, you, did you like it, though? Uh, so... So this is something else, and um, I wonder if this is, we haven't really, I don't know if we've spoken about this before too much. I know um, I know your feelings on like the cinema being an experience generally, but I thought it was worth maybe mentioning this time. I think this is the first film that I've watched for this podcast, uh, where I've mostly watched it on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did this uh, while traveling into and back from town uh on one day and then mm-hmm. while at the gym the other day I, I split it across two days um and that was mostly just because i was str- really struggling for time this week um and i had always kind of wondered you know like you see people talking about oh can you really watch a whole film on your phone and small screen and whatnot and i kind of thought well it, I wasn't. I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it intentionally. It, it just—it's just the way things worked out this week. I would have normally just watched it on my TV like a normal person, um, but I did watch it on my phone with headphones on uh, throughout the week. And I didn't think. I think because of the type of film it is, that didn't really take away anything for me. I think there's certain films that would completely be pointless to watch, like like was it The Revenant or something like that. The the um, Leonardo DiCaprio one or you know something epic something big that kind of requires a bit of scale to it um you know this I think you can quite easily watch on on your phone or whatever um I found it it's really weird because when I watched it the first day when I was traveling back and forth on the bus I was enjoying it a lot more than I was expecting to and then there was so many little bits and pieces to it that I thought you know what this is such a like a UK humor type film um and you can see so many like influences from like other shows whether it's like black books or bomb or all sorts of things there's little bits and pieces where you're like oh they've got so many like influences from other things and it's kind of nice to see in a way that like I haven't seen anything recently quite like this. And then on the second day, when I watched the second half and I'm trying to think where it was I paused it, I think I had paused it just after they picked up um, 
Barbara and Philip from their house. Mm-hmm. So about uh, be- between a third and halfway through. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much, honestly. Um, and I don't know if it's because I was in a different mood on the second day or maybe I was hungry or what, but like it didn't it didn't click with me the same way. I think you do need to be in the right mood to watch it. Like I really enjoyed it, but I watched it all in one session Mm -hmm. um, and I was in the mood for it. And then when I started watching it, I'd watched Hot Fuzz, I think it also helped put me in the tone for it in a way. Um, So I was really for it. And I sometimes struggle to watch films because my attention span's not great, which is why I need the cinema because I'm I'm forced to watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really enjoyed it. I watched it on my phone too, coincidentally. And it did work fine on your phone, mm-hmm. apart from some of the dark bits. Because I don't know, Amazon Prime sets the brightness levels, and it's fucking irritating. Because when it was really dark, and I was trying to watch it. Um, That's because you're an Android she... peasant. Just saying, <laughs> in my phone, winning <laughs> Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but no, I, I really liked it. Um, I think I just really like Simon Pegg though as well. Like I just enjoy him as a as a person. Nick Frost came across very irritating in this, but having seen him in Hot Fuzz, I'm like, I know he's playing that role really well. He's been written to be like that in Hot Fuzz. He's like, do you remember him in Hot Fuzz? I, at it's all? so long since I've seen it. Like honestly, he was like this little Welsh earnest police officer trying his best. I I did wonder um, to what extent this was just Nick Frost playing Nick Frost. No, it's um, not Jonah Hill. No. Well, that's good. Which least. you wouldn't know if you hadn't, because I had watched Hot Fuzz, so it gave me that context of, ah, he can do other stuff too. Yeah. Whereas Jonah Hill's just playing Jonah Hill. I mean, there were, <laughs> there was a, I think, I, I think he did make me laugh once or twice. And uh, one of them was, uh, it made me think of you actually, because he's, he just, <sighs> but, but it wasn't, it's nothing, it's nothing that you would say, but it's just because he says the word cunt. Like, it's just, he's like, oh. what are you, he's like, what are you cunts drinking <laughs> or something like that? And that made me think of yeah. you, but like. <laughs> that that wasn't so but like it's that kind of classless um not that well actually that's a bit just, it made me think of you because it's so classless <laughs> um <laughs> walks into the salt on parties like right what you can't drink yeah drinking. yeah pretty much um can't read the tone yeah it's just a it's completely tone deaf and he's uh oblivious to how other people might perceive him and he's just i don't think he's oblivious i think he doesn't care like how other i think he's just like which makes it even more obnoxious like yeah but like i just i think he's aware i think he's very much aware and sometimes when he's knocked back by sean he is upset but i think for the most part he just doesn't give a shit but he's nice to liz which always makes me laugh not liz uh barbara sorry yeah um people like that do always have respect for the mums yeah they do funnily enough um so in that respect i guess is it a well-written character well i think so i think it's i think it's a realistic like you know someone who's good for a laugh like you do have those people who are like a good for a laugh right and they're they're fun in small doses but living with them you can see how they would drag you down with them (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah i mean he reminds me of too many people i've encountered over the years as well i think it's just another apparently i'm one of them and and you're one of them (laughs) like it's just that kind of you know classless energy zapping (laughs) (laughs) oh ow (laughs) incompetent (laughs) 
you know what I mean. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know the things. Um, but he he does actually remind me of loads of people that I've encountered over the years, and I think from that respect, it is well written because there are people like this. But it's oh my god, it just frustrates me beyond all all explanation. I can't, I can't. I'm just too. I'm just too highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they all have their. I like that they all have their flaws. There's not one single like. They're all really good caricatures of different types of people. What would you say um, is Liz's flaw? She hangs around with someone she doesn't like. Like she, she claims to like him, but she doesn't really like. They have nothing in common. They don't align. Their goals don't align. She wants something much different than what he's offering. Like she might have been better off going with no, no, never mind. I was gonna say she might have been better off going with whiny pants, but nah. No, that wouldn't be fair. Um, I thought really, I thought like you know when it, they met the group that was like the double of them. Yeah. They should all trade because they're all like if they're all play, you know, Avon and Sean should have went together, and then Liz and Martin Freeman. So do you know the do you know the trivia about that? No. So all of the characters where they meet where they meet uh, sort of their doppelgangers, uh, uh-huh. they, they were all paired up on shows that they were from. So uh, um, the actual actors were all pairings on previous shows. So so that's, so um, D- uh, Dylan Moran, the Irish guy, and Tamsin Greek were both in Black Books and oh. both at the same time. And Simon Pegg and whoever the woman was that he saw, they were both unspaced. Um, mm-hmm. And there was other ones as well, but basically they were all. It was like it was just like a little Easter eggy. That is so cute. If you're into your British TV shows of the early 2000s, you'll know, and if you don't, you won't. I'm curious to know what happened to them, though. Uh, I yeah, I mean, I presumed they all lived because uh, the woman found them at the end with the army. Yeah. So I I just presumed they all made it. But. See, I wondered if maybe she's the only one who made it because she's like, I'm glad someone did. But like, maybe, maybe they'd all make it. Yeah. Well, they didn't show anyone else. But why is she with the army as well? You know, like, why is she like helping them when no one else? You know, it's strange. But also, the army was fucking prepared. They were. I quite like how quickly they were prepared. Not, not like in real life. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. Matter of fucking hours, and they're they're on it. They got their, it's the only zombie film I've ever seen that happen where they get their shit together like right which makes sense actually I always did kind of wonder in some zombie films I'm like right if you can kill them easily with a shot to the head why isn't the army just going out en masse and just like slaughtering them yeah well I, that bothers me about this as well because they're told fairly early on and quite explicitly like it's like you need to, to damage their brains and so mm-hmm. we get plenty of scenes of them like not doing that whether they're hitting their shoulders or whether they're like like thumping the guy in time to don't stop me now or whatever else mm-hmm. it's just like can you not do what it is you're meant to do it's quite hard to take someone's head off though oh you well yeah but you don't even need to take their head off like just fucking like hit his head you know or more to the point you've got like a they've they're using um pull cues like through the fucking eye socket or something like just you don't need to decapitate them for me, my worry, my worry as a zombie killer would be their heads where their mouth is. So if I'm reaching out to stab him in the head, like that's like an easy target mm. for him to bite my wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you don't get cool like timing if you just take one shot to the head and he's down. No, I guess not. 
but you don't get the choreography if you're slightly undrunk. Done. I guess so, but I don't know. It does. It, fr- it frustrates me a wee bit, but it's fine. Like it's not like <laughs> it's not. Well, so you're not. I don't know. Like they're not trained. They, they, well, like, I suppose as well. Like it's not like. I mean, the whole film's obviously not taking itself that seriously as well. So it's fine. It's not like you know if this was actual Dawn of the Dead, and they've been told here's what you do. And then, do you remember the useless woman who fucking... Yeah, yeah, I remember just, useless, don't worry. Yeah, like, yeah. Th- it's not like they pulled one of those and just like, oh, yeah. you just <laughs> being a scaredy cat in the corner or stealing the, the, the helicopter or, <laughs> or whatever else. <laughs> so, yeah. No, no. No, they all jumped in. They all mucked in. I quite like that there was no betrayal in this, actually. Like, even... Well, actually... No, there, there wasn't. I mean, there was there close, were stupid choices. Yeah, there was close to it, I suppose, at one point when um, David's like gonna pull the doors open at the end. But like, yeah, yeah there's there's no there's no um, no one really leaving anyone behind intentionally, at least. And no, do you know that was meant to be David Williams? No, I didn't know that. He auditioned for the role of David and didn't get it. Thank fuck. Yeah, I can't stand David Williams. He's fucking No, he's awful. a fucking wanker. He is. Anywho, um, <laughs> on that pleasant note, um, let's just quickly go through the plot then. Um, yeah. So, in Crouch and London, electronic salesman Sean has no direction in his life. We've covered, I think we've covered that pretty well at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been pretty severe. Um, he's disrespected by his colleagues, especially Noel. He does not get on with his stepfather, Philip, and he's dumped by his girlfriend, Liz, after failing to improve himself. Yeah. See, I, the Philip thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no. You, what were you going to say? I, well, I, Are you going the same way? No, I was going to go for Liz, so you go first. You. Well, it's just because I was reading it on the order of the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip. I feel really bad for Philip. Mm. Anyway, because he clearly didn't give him a shot. I know, like, like it's, it's sad when you're, you know, you're, uh, the dad died or did he leave? Uh, I don't know, but... Uh, oh, I think he died. I would presume he died, but at this point as well, like, Sean's in his late fucking 20s, and his mum's like, it's not like he's, you know, 10 or something like that. Like, yeah. I mean, he was 12 when they got together, but it's like, right, this guy's tried. At least he's put, you know, some people get together with your, your parent and don't try. Like, this guy's clearly tried. Like, he's, he's, he's identified the problem in you, and he was right. He was right that you lack motivation. He has tried. I mean, he maybe some personalities just don't mesh. But I did feel really bad for Philip. I he's trying to make the mum happy. Yeah, I mean, I my parents. I, well, they're still married, uh, so I've never gone through the experience of having to get to know a step parent or whatever. But I can imagine that's really tough. From, like, obviously, I'm, I'm going to mention names now. Yeah, so Owen obviously went through that, and I remember there being an adjustment, even for me, because I knew his dad. Mm. So I was kind of just inclined to dislike this person who came in. And you know what? That person ended up, you know, as I got older, being like, he was lovely. He was. And I, like, when he made a joke, I took it the wrong way mm-hmm. um, because I was inclined to dislike him. Because mm-hmm. I liked the, you know, not that they were ever together. Like, it's a weird one, this one. <laughs> like, like, I've done that where you just, like, so, like someone you don't like says something funny and you, you like, fucking restrain <laughs> you take yourself. take it the from, wrong way. Intentionally take it the wrong way and restrain yourself from laughing. Like, oh, that's not funny, actually. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, what he said probably was funny, and I was just being a bitch. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not above doing that. I will quite happily yeah. not laugh at the jokes someone I don't like makes. <laughs> yeah, and then no, but then I take it to heart, and I'm like, this is reason I don't like him. It's like no, it's just because, well, at the time I was a child, and 
change is scary you know when you have new relationships with adults it's just weird mm. I don't know um but he took that on till he was 29 you know yeah like by the age of 18 19 I'd start to go right okay pack it in you this is clearly a nice person you're just uh you're just not getting it you know yeah I mean it is hard like it's I I think especially for kids it's really really difficult like i can't imagine in this instance obviously yeah the, the story is that he's been around for quite a while but when you're in your late 20s or whatever not for nothing like i mean you obviously want to have some kind of relationship with your parents but you don't need mm -hmm. to so the idea that you know um he feels kind of resentful or whatever he could just like if he hates it that much he could just not go around like he like it, that is an option um and i know he, he wants to see his mum, but i'm not philip and it is philip that as far as he's concerned is the problem but if it's mm -hmm. if it's that much of a fucking drain on your existence or your 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 mental health or whatever just don't go like, yeah, but see, I just don't understand. Like, it'd be different. He was like fucking abusive, but there's absolutely no reason for them not to have a healthy relationship at that point. Like, the mum, he clearly loves his mum, right? And if you're like, imagine, like, ugh, come on, you're an adult, you love your mum, you want to be around your mum. It's like always, always ideal to have a good relationship with your parents. You're an adult, and she's clearly willing to put the time in. But like, it's hard, I think, because um, not that it's the same thing, um, but whether it's i suppose you know a parent's new partner or having to try and get along with someone that one of your siblings is going out with or something like that i can relate to that and that i i don't know i've i i in many instances when it's something like that i always feel like it's me having to compromise yeah never mind i'm a hypocrite let's just move on <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, so it is hard, like, is my point. Like, it's, it's, yeah. like, I, I think it does, you do have to be, like, the bigger person at some point. And I can't imagine if it was my parents. Not, not for, not, not for nothing. But, like, if that was to happen now, like, okay, I'm happy for you, but I don't want anything to do with him or her. Like, in, in both instances, like, I'm happy for you both, but I don't want anything to do with them. You know, like, some fucking, I'm... Um, my passport says I'm 30, even though I'm not. Oh, you don't need to call them daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's it. Like you're not, you're not, you are going out with my dad or you're going out with my mom. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, but you're not my, You're yeah. not, I'm not your, your. Right, I get what you're saying yeah, now. Like, I, I don't need you to raise me is what I'm saying. <laughs> like I'm an yeah, adult. Yeah. Like, no, I thought you said I, I'm, not, I'm not ever going to my mom's house again because no, I don't want to see like, you. I thought no, that's where you were going. No, I get you now. I understand you now. It's just that like, I don't, yeah, I'm not trying to you're there for you're there for my mom i'm not trying to build a relationship with you though like i've no interest in that like i i accept that you're here but i have no interest in you and that's fine yeah like, unless you're like super awesome unless you're like dylan o'brien in which case like holy shit mom thank you uh, <laughs> oh, wait what no don't do that <laughs> <laughs> all these no. all these emotions no <laughs> he's mine <laughs> yeah fine someone old but cool who the jeff goldblum <laughs> the jeff goldblum yes see like if if my mom went out with the jeff goldblum i think i would want to say hi at least i think i would be like okay okay you, you got twist, me. My arm. twist my arm hi mother. jeff hi the jeff yeah 
yeah that, yeah, that would be low-key kind of cool that would be quite cool but i i mean genuinely though like it is i anyway i've i've rambled on with this for quite a few no but i get you now yeah totally. no i didn't get you at first i thought you were saying like sean you just like i'm not missing you mom anymore you betrayed my dad no like i mean ugh, kids can have that reaction and i totally get that but like that's what i meant yeah. i was like oh that's your inner child coming out you understand what no, yeah no. that's that's when you're out, where when the you're, wires cross when you're out the house you don't really get to have that reaction like it's no no Definitely Even not. when you're not out of the house, it's still like extreme. It's like it's not happened to you. It's not your relationship. Yeah, it's an adjustment for you at any age, but it's like it's not your relationship. Yeah, like, exactly. You're, you've not been betrayed. I mean, that's exactly what like parents have to do when they see their kids going out with someone that they know is a total twat. They're just like, it's not my problem. Well, it is your. It will eventually be your problem. But yeah, but you have to be cordial. Yeah, you have to let them make their like, own mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mommy dumped me. Like, I know. <laughs> 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 I know. <laughs> yeah, we were expecting this. I told you so, told but you not so. really. I kept it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the four words every parent loves to say. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Those sweet, sweet words. Um, right. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say about Liz. So Philip. Yes. Phil, so yeah, I agree. Um, he does give Philip a hard time, actually. But the, Philip's presented in quite a harsh way to Weird begin way, with yeah. though, like because he's like we'll be seeing you tomorrow i presume and you will be bringing flowers and so i'm like right well i think his characterization does overstep the line a bit and i, mm-hmm. I think we'll we'll talk about his death when we get there like i think there's a nice roundup for his character during that yeah. point but i think he is depicted as being a bit ott initially yeah. at least so it's well we're seeing it through sean's lens like throughout the film we're seeing everything through sean's thing so yeah um I think given the context that we're given later, it makes sense why he's like where he, where he is like, and it's kind of like, okay, I get it now. So he does come across as a dickhead to start. Agreed. But then they kind of switch it around. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And especially because he's not see- like, if, you know, he's like, oh, my mom, my mom. It's like, well, why'd you never see her then? You're like, you've missed her. Like, sorry, she's gone now. You missed that opportunity while she was alive. Mm. Spoiler, listener, she dies. Um, as, as do most people to like be them. fair <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, spoiler for this 20 year old film <laughs> 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 to be fair though like actually like age doesn't really matter when it comes to these things there's loads of people that wouldn't have seen like fucking lady in a cage that we were talking about that was like almost 60 year old or whatever so yeah ignore me i'm just people come into this knowing that like we're gonna spoil the films yeah or I hope they do. If they don't, I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you got, you know, now, there you go. Now, you now know. Now you know. Um, Liz, um, so Liz dumps him after he fails to improve himself. So I really think she has, I, I agree with your assessment earlier when I said, what's her flaw? And you're like, she settles. I think you're right. I think she has really low stand. Well, she, I don't think she has low standards, but I think she has low self-esteem and she, she's willing to put up with, Excuse me, she's willing to put up with too much nonsense. Not just from him, though, but her pals are really fucking yeah, irritating, too. Well, agreed. Yeah, I, I think it's everything. They're just as bad as um, Sean's pal, if not worse. Because they shitster while it's happening. Yeah, like, the pair of them aren't overly likeable at the start. And as you say, like, um, is it Diane? Yeah. Slowly gets better as it goes on. Um, but... The pair of them are quite unlikable together initially. I loads of the characters are given a really raw deal in terms of how they're introduced in this film. Honestly, yeah, like all of them are 
depicted. Even um, Sean and Ed's uh, flatmate is depicted as being a bit of a, but like, but but he he's like again, it's kind of legitimate. Like like. Oh yeah, because he's got someone who's living there not paying rent. Yeah, well, I would be pissed too. Well, there you know? is that, but he's also got like work in the morning, and they're there blasting music at fucking four a.m. and. Yeah. You know, like they are being inconsiderate, and he's not out of line to ask them to. No, shut the but fuck because up. we're seeing it through Sean's lens yeah. again, he comes across as a prick. Yeah. Um, and and oh, just a wank, but it's like, nah. Technically, he's definitely he's maybe he's the most tragic character other than Diane. I yeah, I think maybe actually. <laughs> he comes home, he gets mugged by a zombie. Yeah. And then. He he dies alone. Yeah. His flatmates don't give a shit about him. He's just like, I got mugged, and they're like, oh. Oh no. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a, um, but yeah, no. Liz has low low standards, basically. Um, and like even even things like, oh well, I don't forget to like book the table, and she knows she's gonna have to phone him twice during the day to remind him and stuff. It's just like really, like. Why didn't she just book the fucking table herself? Well, there though? is that, isn't there? Like. I was like, if I wanted to go somewhere that bad, I would book it myself. You know, yeah, like, you know what? Fuck it. Let, let me get on with it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, have some agency, girl. Yeah. Like, come on. Book the table yourself. Yeah. Especially if you're going to change the time after he's lent to left for work. Like, to be fair, you can't be mad at him for not booking it at the right time. You can be mad at him for not booking it at all. But see if he booked it for, for seven instead of eight. That would have been her fault because she phoned after he'd left. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he didn't book it because he was a stupid fuck. But yeah, but just, just saying, I, I would have lied and said, shit i didn't get your message we've missed our booking yeah lie that's what i see yeah well he doesn't do that and she he ends up going over um and tries to talk with her but she ends up dumping him um and so sean and ed go and uh, go to the pub and end up drinking all night um sean cries a lot in this film he do he do. He do be crying. He do be crying though. He's a sad boy, and <laughs> <laughs> with a boi. He's a sad boy. Sad boy. Um, if it was nowadays, he'd have a soundcloud. Yeah. He'd be rapping about his sorrows. Yeah, he do be. He do be sorrowful. Um, it's funny as well that like because it's two thousand and four in this film, you've got people smoking in the pub. So. They end up uh, leaving the pub super late and getting home late and they're drunk as all hell. Um, and we've seen at this point that there are some zombies wandering around, but they don't recognize them as zombies. They just recognize them as other drunk people at this point. So they go home and uh, this is when Pete uh, yells at them for leaving the door open again. I mean, before that, there has been lots of signs that it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like there's points where you think it already has happened. Like, like uh, I don't even, I can't even think right now of one. But like, you see little news reports. You see ambulances going in the background. Mm -hmm. You see, um, stuff like when he's trying to sell a TV and it's like the news on every channel he goes to. Yeah, stuff like that. So it's really cute. I love that little kind of um social commentary though. Like it's it's a breaking news thing and people just keep flicking by or. Yeah, they're just going on their day. Yeah, even even at the end, actually, it does this. There's there's a bit where they're sat watching the TV, and there's a news report that says something about um, and the spite of like monkeys, uh, I don't know if it was like monkey fury or something like that, but it was like, I, um, what's that? Um, was it rabies or something? That's mm -hmm. but they click past it again. See, I thought that was them trying to. So what I heard from that news report was they're saying 
they'd blamed it on monkey rage, whatever. Like they thought the zombies had happened because of the monkey rage flu thing, and then. But but the point is, they didn't stick around to find out. Like it was yeah, just yeah. short attention spans. Like again, kind of aren't we all? <laughs> Who's the real yeah, zombies? If... <laughs> well, I mean, we're giving way too much to look at now. Like they didn't have the same problem, but we're like shown everything all at once. We we ran about this all the time, but it's just it's way too much. So that's why I deliberately skip by things now because I'm like I can't read it all. Mm. It's a lot. But um, yeah, they, they cleverly skipped past explaining why the fucking zombie thing happened and how it was able to be fixed so quick. They're just like, fuck it, you don't need to know. Yeah. No. And we'll just show it as like Sean's attention span being poor. Which is fair. Because um, uh, I mean, really, again, because of the type of film it is, do we really need to know? Like, No, really. you they back yourself into a corner there. It's hard to like... It's like when you write a novel and you're like, shit, I don't know how to unravel this. You're like, well, fuck it. I can't yeah. do a good will just kill them all. I you don't know? care anymore. Yeah, they all die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's by the morning, the zombie apocalypse has overwhelmed London. And Sean and Ed are slow to notice until they encounter zombies in their garden. Um, but they end up getting a, a shovel and a cricket bat anyway, and that ends up helping things move along a bit quicker. Um, so they devise a plan to go and rescue Liz and Barbara. Um, and then wait out the crisis in the pub. Now they do this without being able to contact. Well, I think they managed. They managed to contact um, Barbara because they they're like, "Oh, we're coming to get you," um, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to be a bother." Um, yeah, she because that's what she does the entire film. Yeah. Like, she's such a stereotypical wee mom, isn't she? Yeah. Um, but they can't. Not my mum. Mum. My mum would be like, "Come get me." Yeah. <laughs> Which is quite right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, to be fair though, like your mum's like several floors up again. Like she's kind of yeah, but I'm coming to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even even like your your grand's even higher up. Like grand. I feel like that's too high. That at some point though, like if there's a fire on the third floor, you're fucked. Whereas I feel like it's maybe survivable to jump down if you had to from here. Well, I think you'd break your legs. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably be fucked, wouldn't I? So they don't manage to get in contact with Liz because the phone's engaged, but they do decide, right, you know what, we're going to take Pete's car and just go to get um, Barbara and Philip. And the plan is they're like, oh, shit, we think Philip's been bitten. Well, he has been bitten because Barbara said mm -hmm. so on the phone, but she doesn't realize what this means yet. So the plan is in their heads, they're going to go over and kill Philip. Barbara's going to be fine with this, by the way. <laughs> and they're just going to take her out and then go get Liz. And then they're all going to go to the pub and wait for things to blow over. Have a cup of tea and wait for things to blow over. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's going to be smiling and laughing the whole time. It'll be grand. But uh, what actually happens is they get there. Philip's not actually dead yet. And uh, no. Barbara's busy making cups of tea and stuff. So it takes a little while for them to actually leave the house. And, and Sean does this whole thing of, come on, mom, we've got to get you to safety. And she's like, I'm not leaving without Philip. And so Philip has to come along too. It's a hard one though, because he's still like, he's not zombie yet. So yeah. it's quite hard to abandon someone like... Yeah, and she, well, I don't know. It's not easy to just leave your husband behind or your mum behind. But not only like that. that, she doesn't realize what this means at this point. So yeah, like um, or she yeah. I wonder if she's not seen the news as a thing. Like, and I also wonder how he got bit. Oh, what was it? They said a break in. <laughs> I mean, as, as we saw in when the wind blows, I don't think it really matters if people see the news or not if they don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not not for nothing. But Barbara's hardly like she literally has vacant moments. <laughs> um, throughout this, well, she has vacant moments after she's been bitten. 
Even before it, is it not? Where um, I didn't. I th- I thought that was just us getting hints that she'd been bitten. Where she does the zombie impression or whatever, and they're like, yeah, yeah. Is that after? She that... she well, she'd been bitten before she did the zombie impression. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Anyway, so they they take Philip and Barbara and get them into the car, and then they're going to drive off to go get um to go get Liz. Um, but again, uh, this isn't exactly going to plan as was expected because Liz thinks well Liz David and Diane initially think you know we're actually safe up here so you know we don't what the fuck are you playing at mm-hmm. uh, but second if uh, if and when it comes to the point where Liz is like right fine I'll come with you then Diane and David well David reluctantly but they both come along as well so again instead of just having the four people escape we're now up to seven um, so there's quite a lot of people crammed into this car and uh and fucking dickheads are deliberately crashed one yeah because he would have had two they cars would have had if two he hadn't cars, done that but he was a twat um he wanted to drive the jaguar he's fucking <laughs> insufferable on so many levels he really, really but then is. so was fucking um whiny balls yeah what's his name david <laughs> yeah david sorry yeah david like it's anything suggested, he just fucking whinges. And I get sometimes he does have a point, but because he's so fucking whiny about everything, it's like I don't even care if you have a point anymore. Just shut your mouth. He kind of shites. He shit. Kind of shites. He kind of shuts a lot of ideas down before they're given a chance as well. Yeah, like he doesn't even. Like he doesn't offer anything. He just. It's like if you're gonna whine about it, contribute. Don't just fucking whinge about it. Like, okay, what's your plan then, other than stay in the house? You can tell he wants to be like the leader, but mm-hmm. but he doesn't have like. I don't know. No one's listening, basically, or no one's taking him seriously, and it's that kind of. I don't know. He wants to be the leader, but he hasn't got any plans. Well, there is that as well, like, but no initiative and no, yeah, yeah nothing to back it up with. It's just, and he's a coward as well because there's points where everyone else is fighting and he just kind of yeah. goes to the back. Yeah, but anyway, they um they pull over in the car, and Philip and uh, Sean have their little heart to heart talk. Where Philip's like, "I've been hard on you, but it's only because I believe in you." And, <laughs> 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 and then he dies, and it's all very. And then and then Sean's a sad boy, and they have a sad moment, and then he comes back as a zombie. And Ed, oh, the this bit pisses me off because there's no reason for this. Like that we it's been established that the the car has child locks in the back by this point. Um and Ed's just standing there watching them trapped in the back doing fuck all <laughs> about it. Like that Yeah. That annoys me. Like it's not fear. It's not frozen in fear. It's just him being a cunt. Like it really is. Yeah. Like I don't get it. No, it's just a random dick moment. It's like why? Like why do you want you? it's cause he got told off or something. He got told to shut up. Yeah. Which because um so. he's like everyone's fine, chill. It's like, well no, Bill's just died. I know he's not called Bill. Yeah, um, but like you know, Bill Nice just died. Yeah, Philip. National treasure just died in the back of the car. And you're like <laughs> playing funny buggers and then cause he gets shouted at, he gets annoyed, so he doesn't open the door when they all tell him to open the door. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like you're gonna get all your friends murdered because <laughs> you're being a bit petty. He's such a twat, I really can't stand him. <laughs> um <laughs> this fictional character <laughs> um so the group uh abandon the car once they make their way out and they go through um uh their local neighborhood uh and this is where they run into the group of doppelgangers essentially 
Barbara wanders off because she's she thinks that she knows someone that lives in this area. Um, Derek and someone else. Not that that's relevant, no. but like Derek might live there. Good on you remembering that because I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they realize that uh, she's gone missing and Sean goes back for her and he finds her underground and picks her up and they um, end up making it back to the Winchester pub. Uh, Where it's covered in, covered in fucking zombies. Covered, it's surrounded by zombies. Now the zombies in this film are not they're not normal zombies in that they're kind of quite happy to just stand there and watch rather than going straight in for for the kill. The Our characters here get quite a lot of leeway outside this pub. Yeah, they decide to... Well, no, they decide to act like zombies. So zombies only go for you if they know that you're still alive in this one. Um, so they do a quick little acting class with, with uh, Diane. <laughs> I like this guy, and, actually. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, then they all pretend to be zombies and the zombies buy it. I mean, even when David thinks fuck this and throws the bin through the window, at that point it's quite clear that they're not. And even then the zombies are kind of like still giving them a bit of distance and watching and they're like, shit, we've got to get in, got to get in. And that's when Sean's like, um, everyone follow me. And so he jumps into the crowd of them. They're inconsistent, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. Because I mean, it's... So um, when it's like Bill Nye, like, it's, like the fucking thing lunges at him and rips his throat out, right? Yeah. Right, it goes straight for him. But some like when it comes to Sean, because Sean has to survive because he's protagonist, mm. and protagonist survives. They just kind of let him wander amongst them. I'm like, you could very easily get bitten because you're he's literally in the zombie mosh pit. So I wonder, and maybe this is me projecting onto it, but like if we're if we're thinking about the whole film being like Sean's, what you described it as being Sean's lens or Sean's view of the world, mm-hmm. he's maybe viewing himself as the hero at that point. So, like, he's maybe making it seem worse than potentially maybe it actually yeah, was. maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because, it, like, it doesn't make sense for him to be able to walk amongst them when they just l- lunged at Bill for two seconds. No. Like, they snuck up on him and managed to get him really quick. Yeah. But then he's able to just So it's one linger. one way of putting it, anyway. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, we'll just say that. Let's we'll, go we'll with give that. It. Yeah. Why not? Um... So they manage to get inside the the pub and while they're in there, David starts doing really stupid things like being, let's put the lights on. Like, no, let's not put the lights on. Let's <laughs> that's like the most stupid thing to do. Yeah. Um and uh they manage to pull a rifle from behind the bar and Well so David's like volunteers to like lock Sean out. Like this is when David shows his like fucking blatant, oh I wish he would die so I can marry Liz hmm. stuff. This is where he pisses me off the most. He's like, Oh, I'll be the leader now, but it again offers no good plans. This this this, this will this will make Liz like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you insufferable prick. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like the I like the logic that like I'm going to lock her boyfriend outside. That that'll make her fall for <laughs> and me. And I'm the only choice because uh-huh. everyone else is a zombie. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I mean, Ed's not at that point, but like. <laughs> oh, I know, but I don't think he counts. Well, no, but I don't. I think Diane's a better option than Ed I, and, I, and Dylan. I think. Or sorry, David. I think Liz would, yeah, go for Diane before David. Yeah. Yeah. Liz would, Liz would be like, I need to take care of Barbara before she went for David. So, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 
he he just last he 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 just yeah but for good reason he's so fucking imagine living with that forever oh, christ yeah fucking insufferable as we said i'd rather die alone than die with that <laughs> that's the tagline <laughs> <laughs> um i think yeah so they get the rifle from behind the bar and they're quite convinced that it's a fake but it turns out it's not it is actually real um and this is where we find out that Barbara was bitten. And so it's kind of another emotional reveal. Once again, Sean's a sad boy. And well, I mean, to be fair, I would be sad too. Yeah. Um, so this we get to a point here where now I'm going to come to David's defense. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. You mean oh good. That's what you meant. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So <laughs> so David attempts to shoot Barbara. And Sean does the whole, you're not shooting my mum type thing. And they get into this like standoff where several of them mm-hmm. are holding bottles or, or about bottle openers to each other's throat. And it's like, here's the thing, like he's not wrong. But see, the characters say that, they say he's not right. Even Liz says he's not wrong, but the way he's doing it is fucking callous as fuck. Like there's a way. See, I disagree i actually think sean's being a bit of a twat here as well and it's just it's like completely like emotional and illogical given everything we've seen up to that point Mm -hmm. it's just you know don't how do i put this it's very easy to. It's like the problem is that if you're actually in the moment, it's easy to say, "Oh, I would just shoot my mum," but I don't. I don't think I would be able to. No, I don't think I would either. But like, he's not. He's. They're not. Um, David's not saying you need to shoot your mum. He. David's going to do it himself. I think what doesn't help him is the fact he's been in. Like, he was willing to sacrifice Sean really quickly. Like, I. I would say, I understand why he's really he's like. You know, mm. he's in denial. It's his mum. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But I would wait until her eyes went a different color. Like she hadn't actually died yet when he starts doing it. He was like, let him say goodbye before you shoot her in the face. I mean, again, I suppose it depends. Like, I'm I'm just going to be honest. Like, if it was someone I didn't like, I'm not, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to be emphatic at that moment in time. And David doesn't like Sean. So, like, I can kind of see it at that point of view. Like, if it was my, if it was my, I wouldn't say my worst enemy because I don't have any enemies per se. There's lots of people I don't like, but I don't have any enemies because I'm too nice. (laughs) (laughs) nice. You have to be a bit of a cunt to dislike me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just saying. Um, But but it's perfectly fine for me to dislike people, of course. Um, And if it was someone I intensely disliked, not for nothing, but like emotions aside, I don't really give a fuck. Like, it's different if it's someone you like, but if it's someone you dislike, I'm sorry, but your emotional moments are of irrelevance when your relative could come back and kill me at this moment in time. Just just, yeah. just being honest. See, I don't think... The problem is, though, he's not just doing that out of logic. He's doing it to be malicious as well. Like, he's he's taking some joy in his pain. Well, um, yeah, I mean, if it's someone you don't like... No, I don't, I don't think I'd take joy in watching someone have to, like, watch their mum die. Even if I dislike them. Depends how much I dislike them. Oh, I'm too nice, <laughs> says Callum. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking lovely, but there are some horrible people out there. And if those horrible people <laughs> are put in that position, I'm not going to feel emphatic for them. Just so I'm still lovely. I probably would. I'm still lovely, though. <laughs> I'm adorable. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, they'll have a fight. But like in that fight, it is revealed, not that it needs to be revealed for me, I knew, that uh, David is... Uh, 
It's just, you know, a Liz Stan. He's desperate as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he is. So after the mum is shot, he throws a hissy fit. Um, he got all he wanted. She's dead. Like she's gone. Um, he then decides he's gonna leave by opening the doors and killing everyone in the process. Oh, this is this is so cringy though, because I mean, he kind of deserves it, but they tell him off like he's a fucking child. He needs it. He's fucking gonna open the door and kill them all because he's like throwing a hissy over like the fact that someone's revealed he had a crush. It's like, we know, we all know, like, doesn't mean to kill us all. I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> and meanwhile, his poor girlfriend, like, you can't even tell their boyfriend girlfriend because he just has no interest in her. Yeah. Like, I thought they were just, like, catty pals who just, like, also lived there. I forgot they were a couple at the beginning. Yeah, I I didn't, well, see, I, I, that completely bypassed me. I, I didn't realize they were meant to be a couple either, to be fair. So it was like, hmm. Poor, poor woman. You can do better. Yeah, she, she. I think she deserves it. She deserves to tell him off. Like, yeah, you tell him like he's talk to him like he's a child because he fucking is acting like one. Mm. Um. So he, <laughs> this part annoys me. It frustrates me. She didn't have to die. Like, there's like, so he is dragged out the window and he's eaten in front of them. Like his intestines. Like they reach into his stomach and pull his intestines out. Mm. And they're still holding on to his legs. I'm like, let him go. He's, you, you can't come back from that. No, it makes it worse, if anything. Even if they were to pull him back in, like, for what purpose? Like, <laughs> he, he, he's definitely dead. Like, what you... He's extra dead. He's so like, dead. he's like, I mean... Yeah, they're not even, like, turning him. He's just fucking gone. Like, yeah. there's nothing to be come back. Yeah. Like, they've already killed the zombie. Like, they go really go for him. Mm-hmm. But then Diane's like, I'm coming, David. I'm like, Why? He's treated you like shit. He's not got an interest in you, and you know he's dead. Like, there's why? Because, yeah, because film. <laughs> it's silly though. Like, it's just why kill this character who's actually grown to be quite likable. Yeah. Why her? I mean, I suppose just to add an element of tragedy to it. It's not though. It's just silly. I'm just like you, stupid bitch. Why? Well. I, f- I think because you, you kind of need to feel for some of the characters that die. And so, okay, you feel for Philip, uh, you feel for Barbara a bit. David, you don't so much. But I think Diane going out with David does a- add a sense of tragedy to it. And as you said, she is a tragic character anyway. So it kind of completes the arc in many ways. Um, she could have just up in the threesome that she clearly wanted with um, Sean and, and Liz. Yeah. But she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. She decided to jump into a pile of zombies. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, so a zombified Pete, for some reason, has managed to escape the bathroom back at the house and made it all the way to the Winchester. Don't question it. It's happened. I didn't realize that was Pete. Yeah, I did. I did realize that, but I was just like, mm, fine, <laughs> whatever. Because they do retain, so they show you the zombies do retain some of their own memories. Like, uh, there's a moment where, um, what's his name? Philip, sorry turns the music off in the car while he's a zombie yeah i like that so they do retain some of their so he must have remembered from when he was alive yeah. the winchester yeah anyone to get revenge yeah possibly um so sean liz and ed are like hiding behind the bar which has just been set on fire and they've only got two bullets left and so they're like well ed's been bitten by this point as well and so you know he's kind of one way or another going to be going on the way out and mm-hmm. so 
Sean and Liz have a conversation with themselves about a murder-suicide pact. Oh, shotguns are hard one to do a murder-suicide with, though. I I've, I, I um, have said this before, but I'll say it again. I don't think I could do that. Just just because I'm... I'm I'm like I'm an eternal pessimist normally, but in a situation that's so desperate, I think I would be an optimist, and I would be like, "Well, what if in two minutes' time something happens?" And yeah, so I wouldn't. I don't think I could ever get to the point where I would be doing that. Um, no, I don't think I don't think I could make myself pull the trigger either. No. It's a thing. I don't. I feel like it's easy to say you would. No, I. But I'd, like, I think if the time came, it'd be really hard. I definitely couldn't do it to myself anyway. So especially no. not like that way. No. Like there's other I don't know. It's like ugh. Like even if you're jumping from a building from a fire, like that's not you trying to kill yourself, that's you trying to get out. Yeah. Leap of faith, isn't it? Like you're hoping you'll somehow survive that. Like I wouldn't be jumping for death, I'd be jumping a shoot like hoping there's some miracle way. It's like when a baby fell off the twentieth floor of a flat and they survived because they're fucking nappy inflated, you know? <laughs> I'd be hoping for like a miracle like that. <laughs> that didn't happen, did it? It did happen. <laughs> Is that real? If you'd like to meet I Rescue 911 with William Shatner showed it, it the, and the boy talked about it. Oh, wow. I will send you the clip after this if you want. Oh, please do. Oh, that's so funny. The nappy inflated. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, the nappy exploded on uh, impact, and the, the kid was pretty much fine. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but he survived. Anywho. Um, so Liz and, Liz and Sean are having that conversation anyway. Um, and then they notice that there's a keg lift that goes out into the street. And so Ed volunteers to stay with the rifle as the, as the zombies break in. Because he's been bitten. Yeah. Did we say that? Yeah, because he's been bitten already. And so it's like his hero moment. I do not like Ed. And so I do not care about this. Like this is, again, like Sean does a sad, sad boy moment. And I'm just like, this does not have the emotional thing for me see I care because Sean has already lost everyone else and here's another one mm -hmm. you know it's if you view it through his lens rather than through the lens of oh Ed's dying you know it's like maybe different I don't know <laughs> oh no my, my annoying friend's about to die <laughs> <laughs> see if that's how you reacted to me <laughs> oh no, my, my annoying friend's about oh to die. Oh no, my, my, my friend wears glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Lay gasp. Anyway, <laughs> moving on with my day. Uh, moving on with my day. It's it's almost midnight, dear. <laughs> You've got 20, 19 minutes of your day left. So <laughs> I meant in the instinct of me, in the instant story of me being a, a zombie, not me moving on with my day in real life. <laughs> Or you moving on with your day in real life? I meant in that instance of oh she's dead anyway. Oh she did. <laughs> next 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 thing oh, to well. do. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I thought. Yeah, I did actually think you were taking that as well. Moving on with my day right now. <laughs> no, I didn't. There's <laughs> only 19 minutes left. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they get out, and then the British Army arrives with their guns, and they start taking out zombies and that's when and Yvonne's and there. Yvonne is also there and she's very enthusiastic to take part um which is fine I guess what is her connection to this like is she his ex or something no they're just pals did did we see her in this film before they run into each other like midway through um she appears near the beginning 
and she's talking about uh it, it was just an excuse for sean to talk about his girlfriend like i don't understand there was a weird tension there i thought they were gonna end up together or something or i think maybe it's just because of the as you said the cameo was there yeah because i don't like see i don't remember her at the start is the thing she was there she was there very briefly yeah i might need to i might need to to check that out again at some point just to see because i was like the, the way that they reacted when they ran into each other was like i feel like i should know who this is but like i didn't so i think it's because um so the the film was written due to an episode of that sitcom that they were both in yeah. together so i think it's probably like maybe if we'd watched that episode we'd maybe get the like context yeah. of that Anyway, six months later, civilization's returned to normal, and the surviving zombies are put to work in like reality TV or um, as as supermarket labor, or or um, or are, are are pitied and have celebrities wanting to raise money for them. Zombie. Yeah, zombie. You know what's funny? I know it's like condescending, right? You're saying like it's like a, if you're viewing it from a, a perspective, but I think in a logical if you can maybe make that work and you're in a post-apocalyptic society where not many people are left mm. but you can still you can make them work because they don't need anything to really they don't have brains anymore so they don't really have feelings or needs so I think they're quite a convenient workforce really from a really cold logistical point of view mm. yeah from that so you can have them doing dangerous jobs because they don't they literally don't exist they're not alive yeah yeah, no, it is. It's fine. Like I, I don't view it as a oh poor zombies. I view it as a no, no. I know, I know what you're. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, but if you look at it from the the perspective of like oh they're zombies, it's like well, you know. Yeah, I. Why not have them be? It's a knockout I, characters. Well, I suppose. But I mean, I there, but for the grace of God, go we. Like if you're if your overlords decide, well, you know. <laughs> Although all these people earning less than 50 thousand a year, we're, we're going to put you out onto the front lines in our world war. <laughs> you're just zombies. You're just peasants. Off you go. You know. No, but these are literally zombies, though. Yeah. But... Like, they literally are zombies. Mm. So, which, in which case, I'm like... Well, if you've lost half... Like, I don't even know. They don't really tell you the scale of how many no, people they've lost. They don't. It's a thing we don't really have the context for. It. I'm assuming not many survive because that town was pretty fucked. See, I don't know. Like all the all of the like famous TV presenters survived, and there's enough. Yeah, Bernie Kay survived. Yeah, there's enough that like um, there's TV going and the rest of it. So I feel like quite a lot must have survived. Maybe it was just London that was particularly bad. I think maybe the rich survived because that's what happens. Like the TV, you know, the TV people and the news people. Oh, I meant more in terms of like the TV actually running, not just the presenters themselves, but the fact that all those channels are running means that there's people at yeah. the stations operating them. So I, I don't think it's a... Well, I wish I mean they would have stayed put though. I think they survived because they wouldn't have had a journey. They could have just locked the studio. They had lots of people to defend it. Could be. We're adding, we're doing, we're adding fan fiction layers to Shaun of the Dead. Let's. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, they, 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 If you want to write your own fan fiction about the TV studio people surviving, please send it in. Oh, pointless. Pointless spinoff. Why don't you do one? There you go. Do do a thing where it's the TV studio people, Shaun of the Dead, surviving. Burning K. Tell us Burning K's epic tale of survival. Yeah. They won't even know who Vernon K is, will they? Uh, no, but... Oh, well. What? Google it. Yeah. The, the, yeah. 
Who would have thought that Vernon Kay would still be on our fucking TV screens like two decades after this film was made? Yeah. Like he's he's one of those presenters that was on like T4 back in the day and should have disappeared after he became too old to do that. And But he's not. He's still... Him and Dermot O'Leary. Oh, see, I don't mind Dermot. I don't dislike Vernon Kay. I, well, a little bit dislike I, I do dislike Vernon Kay. Like, for no reason other than I just find him really annoying. But Well, okay, that's fair. But yeah, I, I just kind of pair them in the same era in my head. Because they are from the same era. Anyway, uh, Liz has moved in with Sean. And Sean keeps the zombified Ed tethered in his shed where they play video games together. Oh, how sweet. What a beautiful ending. Um... And that's Shaun of the Dead. So overall, you were saying you really, really like this. I did. I also really like the camera work. That needs to deserve a shot, uh, shout out for this one, I think. The what does, sorry? The camera work and some of the cuts, mm. the editing and mm-hmm. the camera work is really good fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's really well done, really well edited. Yeah. And that's one need to say, but I think it does deserve saying it. I think so as well. Um, it's, it's kind of funny, actually, just going back to something you said earlier, um, uh, when we were talking about language and uh, <laughs> Ed yelling the N word, I'm kind of surprised this hasn't been picked up by yeah, I would have any major uh, anything. Just because it's the sort of thing again where it sounds weird saying it, but that was really kind of not that uncommon in the time period. Yeah. Uh, especially because he's just like I think it's because he's also depicted as just being a bit of a twat like it's kind of in character so it's not um it's not ill-fitting but but it's the sort of thing that especially now you know bloody there there are things that have been censored for less in recent years Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of like it's kind of wild that this exists yeah, it just hasn't been mentioned. It made me cringe when I heard it. I did cringe. Absolutely. I actually rewound it and played it again. I was like, he did. <laughs> like, oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, goodness, I clutched my pearls and horror. Yeah, I, I don't like that one. That one, I don't like that one. That's always kind of, even when I was young, I was like, that, like when, when I was in school, people I know would say that word. Mm. It made me uncomfortable. Mm. And I don't know why it did, but I don't like it. And I was very surprised he said it. (laughs) I was like, oh, geez. (laughs) Goodness. Not a single censor, not a single bleep. No. Well, I don't even know that, like, I I don't think it should be bleeped. I think it should just, like, he should have just, it should have, what should have happened was the car grinds to a halt and then they all just run in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could just cut it. Yeah, just like... Yeah, don't bleep it. Cause... It's like, I mean, like, the way the film is edited, where it's like quick cuts and you do miss some action on purpose, because it's like, oh, good. It wouldn't look out of place just having them jump in the car, you know? No, so. it wouldn't. Um, or 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 if it's kept in, like, just do one of those silly little... I say silly little. It's like the the warning things. that the, At the beginning, yeah. yeah, where it's like, this is from a period in time where it yeah. was, obviously... Which is fine. We're just I actually, I, I actually prefer that to be fair, rather than to just erase it, because I think, I think erasing things kind of covers it over almost, and so I think, I think, if you do the whole like some people may be offended by this, but like we're aware it's there type thing, at least it shows some, some forward thought. See, I agree with that normally, 
like you know like songs of the south i think should be readily viewed because i don't think disney should get away with hiding that they did that things like that like i think it should you know historically mm. people were racist and there's no point pretending we weren't mm. um but in the context of this it's such a small throwaway thing that would make no difference it doesn't add anything to the plot it doesn't really like it's i don't know i wouldn't mind if it was cut purely because it's just it's such a small thing it's kind of just shock value and actually like i mean i i'd be lying if i said i didn't laugh but it's 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 more just for the unexpectedness of it or, and more the inappropriateness of it i suppose well i suppose when is an appropriate way to <laughs> yeah. when is appropriate but like you know what i mean like it's just it's just completely out of nowhere yeah it's out of nowhere it's like holy shit why would you what <laughs> um for that reason though i'd be like just cut it because it's just more hassle and it's worth to keep it in because it's like there's nothing historically relevant to like we know that people said it in that way mm. in 2004 but in this context it doesn't add anything to the story at all it's just a random there it is yeah i wonder like there'll be loads of films from the last 20 25 30 years where that sort of thing is there that people haven't piled on yet and I wonder. I don't think, for the most part, people will. To be honest, no, um, I don't think they will either. But I don't think people go hunting for these things. I think it's just if they they happen to. Yeah, so it's just just I would I, if it were me, I would just cut it. Um, and maybe they will do eventually at some point. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I would say there'd be a, a bigger problem if they made it now and they did it. Because it's like, why are you doing that? And you know, you know, you know. Yeah. You've been warned. You had, you know, you know better than to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think the studios would let them know. <laughs> no, but I think that's for good reason. Like that, that would just tank your film needlessly. Like no one wants to make a film that's going to tank. No. Unless you're the producers, in which case, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the producers? No. It's the one where they make a musical about um Hitler. Oh, I'm I'm I am vaguely aware of that actually. I haven't seen it, but yeah, no. Maybe that's something we should do. Yeah, add it to the list. Oh God! Right. So next month's kind of a weird one. Um, so we're moving into mockumentary territory. Um, music mockumentary m- May. Music mockumentary May is the official title. Very very like easy to to say. Well, Pointless said they wanted alliteration, so we delivered. Next week, oh, I'm so excited because <laughs> right. So this this is a this is almost a cheat because it doesn't really count as a film. Uh, so this this was actually a television one off. Actually, no. Well, it was aired in two parts uh, originally. Uh, was it? Uh, yes, it was. Seventy five minutes and then forty five minutes. See, when I watched it, it was both parts together. Ooh, and, well, hopefully the stream that we'll end up with will have it that way. But, oh, God, you, dear viewer, you're wondering what we're talking about. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, next week, we are going to be watching Peter Kay's Britain's Got the Pop Factor and possibly a new celebrity Jesus Christ soap star superstar Strictly on Ice, which I have not seen probably since the early 2010s was maybe the last time I watched it um, if you aren't familiar with it you're in for a treat we're going to be talking all things Geraldine McQueen we'll be talking about the winner's song we'll probably have to talk about the Christmas song as well I love the Christmas um, song and uh, how this tied into 
the UK's fixation with reality TV in the late 2000s and beyond. And yeah, we'll see how that plays out. So join us next week for that. If you're not following us on Instagram, get to it. Subscribe to the YouTube and come back next week 